0: Hello, and welcome back to Joe's Art History Bite Size, small, manageable podcast episodes, which sees me, Joe McLaughlin, your host and resident art historian, deep dive into a specific artwork or artist in 10 minutes or less. This week, we're discussing Constantine Brancusi's Endless Column, also known as the Infinity Column. Let's get started. Constantine Brancusi was a Romanian sculptor, painter and photographer who turned his back on the traditions of the Art Academy and sought to return to a primitive and simplistic artistic outpour. Considered a pioneer of modernism, in his life he became one of the most influential sculptors of the 20th century. He's even been referred to as the Patriarch of Modern Sculpture. Although known for several groundbreaking sculptures produced throughout his lifetime, Brancusi's most iconic and best-known work is called Endless Column, which can be found in Targuju, Romania, close to the artist's home. And apologies for any Romanians listening. What most people are unaware of, however, is that the Endless Column is actually part of a trilogy of war memorial sculptures which Brancruzzi was commissioned to make and install within a memorial park within Romania. These were commissioned by the Romanian government in 1935 as a way of marking the ultimate sacrifice made by so many Romanian soldiers during the First World War. This trilogy of works within the park are as follows. The Endless Column, The Gate of the Kiss, and The Table of Silence. But as I've said previously, his most iconic is The Endless Column, so I'll start there. Known as The Endless Column, or to some, The Infinity Column, depending on who you ask, this is arguably the artist's greatest work ever produced. Moreover, it's considered to be one of the greatest public sculptures ever made. The endless column symbolises the concept of infinity and the infinite sacrifice of the Romanian soldiers that it's marking. The column stacks what's known as rhomboidal modules, and there are 15 in total, 15 full ones and two half ones, one at the bottom and one at the top. And you really have to look at an image of this work to really understand what I'm talking about. But there's 15 shapes in full throughout the column, and a half shape at the bottom and a half shape at the top, making it 16 in total. The incomplete top unit, or rumble module as it's known, is thought to be an element that expresses the concept of the infinite and that it can keep going and going and going. Boncruzzi had experimented with this form as early as 1918, and an oak version now Exists within the collection of the Museum of Modern Art in New York City. Now, the column itself is over 30 metres tall and stands piercing the sky. So, this in itself is a huge statement within the park, which really has n- not much in it bar grass and trees. This is the main feature of the trilogy. It's a place to make you think and contemplate and think of the sheer magnitude of loss and sacrifice that has happened throughout World War I within Romania. In the 1950s, the Romanian communist government planned to demolish the column, but this plan was never executed. After the Romanian Revolution of 1989 and the fall of the communist regime, there was renewed interest in restoring the column, which by that time had suffered from a lack of care and serious neglect, which had resulted in cracking, metal corrosion. And the work had even started to tilt due to an unstable foundation. A major restoration project began in 1997, which enabled the sculpture to be returned to its former glory. This restoration was completed in 1998 1999. Now, the second work in this trilogy of pieces, which Brancusi was commissioned to make, is called The Gate of the Kiss. And it's this archway, this very imposing stone archway. It's very beautiful, very simplistic. And again, I would thoroughly recommend that you have a look on my Instagram or Google the Bruncuzi Memorial Park in Romania where the endless column is. Or if you just Google endless column, you'll find it. Now, the gate of the cast was created as a triumphant arch decorated throughout with a repetitive circular motive on each of the eight pillars which holds the arch in place, which is then separated down the middle, making the form appear as almost two semicircles which meet. Some art critics have interpreted this motif as eyes looking inside the gate, while others see a couple embracing. I personally think this is a nod to one of Brancusi's other well-known sculptures called The Kiss. And again, I would thoroughly recommend that you look up this sculpture. It's a lovely, beautiful stone carved work. And The Kiss shows two figures within an embrace. A triumphant arch, art historically, is used to depict ceremonial grandeur it's the idea of arriving home of celebration of triumph and war and the fact that this arch stands empty forever with the remnants of and suggestion rather of couples in an embrace i find very thought-provoking and very punchy for a war memorial the eight pillars which i've mentioned previously are also said to represent the eight unified regions of Romania now the final piece within the trilogy is called the table of silence and it stands at the western end of the central park on the banks of the Jiu river the work comprises of a circular stone table with 12 chairs it's incredibly simplistic and i feel like as you move through the park the works get less and less complicated but this table for me is something that's really rather interesting The table represents a place where soldiers gather in silence before a battle commences to contemplate their actions and also what they're about to face. The 12 seats which surround the table are in the shape of hourglasses, each representing a month of the year and symbolises the passing of time. And although incredibly simplistic in style, I find this very impactful. And as visitors, you're invited to sit on these seats and contemplate the loss of soldiers that have died in Romania, defending Romania during World War One. I. I find the whole concept of a trilogy of a war memorial park incredibly interesting, particularly in the varying materials and sizes and messages which Boncruzzi here is trying to communicate. I find it very groundbreaking and considering it was made in the 1930s. I think if you look at these columns, you would agree with me that they're incredibly contemporary and if you think about speaking from my experience of British war memorials, which tends to lean on a more traditional figurative bronze and a figure on horseback or some sort of decorative column and reef, These are incredibly thought provoking and emotional works. For me, the memorial speaks loudly on many levels. It speaks of the passing of time. It speaks of love, death, infinity, unity, the endlessness of loss and wandering after war. And it makes me feel, particularly for British war memorials, that it kind of falls short some places. Yes, you can have a name on a plaque, but actually what you want these memorials to do is really make you stop and think of the gravity of what people have given up cause of war and although when we think about a war memorial it's quite a sad thing for me these speak of hopes hope of learning hope of understanding and a very interesting move from the Romanian government to commission a contemporary sculpture who wasn't actually living in Romania at the time he had made his name and living in Paris but for me the endless column the gate of the kiss and the table of silence our contemporary monument for a contemporary world which holds a power in its message that will never fall silent you have been listening to joe's art history podcast bite size small manageable episodes which sees me joe mclaughlin your resident host and art historian deep dive into a specific artwork or artist in 10 minutes or less If you have enjoyed this episode, please make sure to like, rate and subscribe as it helps other listeners find us. If you want to support the podcast, why not leave us a review or tell someone you know who may enjoy listening all about it. If you would like to support the future of the podcast, please consider purchasing and gifting me a book from my Amazon wishlist included in the show notes below. If you would like to get in touch, please feel free to do so. It'd be lovely to hear from you. You can email me joesarthistory at gmail.com or you can find me via instagram which is at joesarthistory or you can search for my name joe mclaughlin and you'll find me that way too finally i've been your host and your resident art historian joe mclaughlin and thank you so much for listening keep learning and remember art is for all even in bite-sized editions see you next time bye